Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? Our guest is Val Jones. Val is a speaker, author, and peak performance expert. Hey, welcome Val to the Push or Pivot. I'm really excited to have you today. I am so excited to be here, Thea. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, it is my pleasure. So Val, I know that you are a speaker, an author, and a peak performance expert. What else should we know about you? You should know I'm a former professional figure skater. I have been blessed with sharing the ice and the podium with Olympians Christy Yamaguchi, Tanya Harding, um, that I was in that kind of crowd. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my Olympic dreams never came true as I um, blew out my knee when I was 18 years old, ending my competitive skating career. Um, I'm the mom of two kids who I really like when they're not with me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've uh, been a CrossFit athlete and instructor for over a decade. And now I have turned all of that experience into speaking and uh, teaching others how to reach their peak performance. That is fabulous. Fabulous. So tell us about some of these crossroads that you had. Well, as I mentioned, I, I literally put all my eggs in one basket. Um, with my skating career. So what started off as a very innocent outing, my family, we got a postcard in the mail saying a new ice rink was opening up about five minutes from our house. My dad was a former semi-professional hockey player and he wanted to introduce us to the love of the ice. And so we went and I put my skates on and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. Um, Six months later, I watched Dorothy Hamill in the 1976 games capture her gold. And that solidified my, my dream and my goal. I mean, it was so, you know, the dress and the jumps and the spins and the hair. Mm-hmm. Only, only women of a certain age will understand that joke, but we all had that haircut. <laughs> and so six months after that, I was training six hours a day six days a week, not quite normal for a six-year-old. Wow. Um, At the age of 11, being really supportive of my Olympic dream, my parents made a very difficult decision, and um, my mom and I moved down to the Bay Area. We lived in Sacramento, so we moved about two and a half hours um, south so that I could train with um, higher-level coaches. I got to train with Brian Boitano and his coach, and so I was well on my way. And, and it was like, you know, sometimes it just felt so real and I could, I, I could almost see it. I, I felt like I could almost reach out and touch it. My crossroads came, like I said, when I was 18, I blew out my knee. Mm-hmm. And back then, um, you know, technology gets better with that each decade. Yeah. My surgeon said, well, I can put, your, I can put you back together. But it would, it would be my professional opinion that you don't skate again. And back then they were like, we're not even sure if you're going to be able to walk when you're 35. We have no idea. 
my goodness. So I was faced definitely with, with a crossroad. Do I go on? Do I take the doctor's advice? Am I willing to risk walking when I'm 35? And I was 18 and I had just turned 18. And that's, that's a big, those are big, huge decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, I had the surgery. I did try to go back, but every time I landed, it was so painful that I, that I couldn't tolerate the pain. So here's what I've learned. When you come to a crossroads in your life, um, you basically have a few choices. You can stay where you are and not do anything. And, you know, I think sometimes that's an appropriate approach. But for what I have encountered in my life, um, doing nothing um, has not been an option for me. Although it is an option. Um, you can stay where you are. Um, you can... You can go, you know, if a boulder were to drop in your path, you would go over it, you'd go around it, you would have to dig a tunnel under it. Um, maybe it means turning around and going back the other way. Yeah. So in that moment, this boulder in my path, I, I couldn't move it. I couldn't move it. I couldn't go over it. I couldn't go around it. Um, I had to pivot and say, okay, what are the lessons that I have learned from skating and being an athlete since I was five? And how am I now going to apply those lessons to this new life that I had no intention of, of living? I hadn't planned. I haven't, hadn't prepared. I hadn't trained for it. Mm -hmm. And those lessons are what carried me through that very difficult time. Yeah. And, um, Looking back, knowing what I know now, I don't think I would have done anything different. I, I just don't. I think I made the right choice. Yeah. And now you're able to take all of that you learned from, from being a skater and from going through that and being able to share that with other people right now as a coach. Yeah. My story continues. Yeah. Um, nobody... Thea, nobody ever starts off their life saying, you know, I really want to be a subject matter expert in overcoming obstacles, but here I am, killing it. Mm -hmm. um, what I didn't know and at the age of five when I had started skating is that all those doubles and triples, that repetitive motion, hour after hour, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, is going to have complications and consequences. And so in five years, I've had five consecutive major surgeries. Um, two, both of my rotator cuffs, um, a back fusion, and a, and a right hip. Wow. Keep in mind, that knee that I blew out when I was 18 still has to be replaced. It's not an if, it's a when, and I've known it since I was 18, um, but we're not there yet. Um, so I've had a lot of surgeries Trust me when I tell you, I've been in a lot of pain for a very long time. And, um, you know, surgeries and, and those types of things doesn't, isn't really conducive with, with CrossFit and being an instructor. Um, so once again, I was forced with 
you know, making a decision. Do I try to continue down on, on the path that I am? Do I try to go around it? Do I try to go over it? Or do I have to turn around and go, go back? And if, if you or your audience knows anything about CrossFit, it's um, they, what they tout as being functional fitness. Like we want to train to mimic what you do in real life. Okay. And I, ha- I, I love CrossFit. I'm not bashing it at all. It is the best strength and conditioning program that's out there. But for me at this point in my life and with where I am with my health, I had to look at like, is this serving me the way that it should? And so when I think about your podcast and when I think about your audience, no matter what situation comes up, you have to really, what we in the South call, call having a come in a Jesus meeting. You have to really sit down with yourself and ask, is this serving me the way that I want it to? And if the answer is no, then you need to do something about it. Oh, that's really great advice. Is this serving me? Mm-hmm. And it can be little things like is, um, ooh, this might be controversial, but is smoking a pack of cigarettes a day serving you? No, get rid of it. Is that toxic relationship serving you? No, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying just dump the people in your life. I'm saying, you know, there are things that you can do. Um, but if it, you know, either, either plow through or pivot. Yeah. And um, I love how um, Tony Robbins says, he's like, you have to take action. And dare I say, you have to take massive action. And sometimes like I know people who have quit smoking, that is a massive action for them. That's yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's hard. I don't envy um, those people, but I think that that's really good, solid advice from Tony. Yeah, for sure. So I guess what are, what are you doing now? So I've taken all of those lessons and those lessons that I learned at 5am on that freezing cold ice. Um, those lessons when, you know, post-operative, I was in a walker and, and on a morphine drip. And, um, I've taken all of those lessons and my goal is to help as many people reach their dreams and goals as possible. Um, part of my story that I haven't mentioned yet, um, I, I had my very earliest crossroads when I was 13, and um, I watched uh, my dad die from a massive heart attack. And that, and that has probably been um, probably one of the hardest yeah. um, things I've ever gone through. And, um, but, you know, I had my dad for 13 years and I, you know, I understand some people may not have a great dad or maybe they don't have a dad at all. I was blessed. I hit the jackpot, jackpots of dads. And, um, he told me, he's like, you know, I hope that, uh, when I meet my maker on the day that I die, I hope if I have to choose between regretting the things I did do versus the things I didn't get to do, I hope I can choose the things I did do because if I chose poorly, I can ask for forgiveness versus the things that you didn't get to do. And so I've tried to live my life 
in that manner. Um, I tell my clients, I tell my children, um, every check you write to regret, you are going to have to cash in at one point and it is going to hurt. So live your life in that manner so that you write as few checks to regret as you can. So my job is to help people reach their goals, reach their dreams, reach their peak performance, whatever that is for them. You know, everybody's peak is going to be different. And so that's my goal. That's my mission. I especially, no offense to the men, but I love, love, love working with women because I just, I really think strong women build strong women like iron sharpens iron. And I love lifting up, lifting up my sisters and getting them to do things that they told me you're never going to be able to get me to do that, or I'll never be able to get to achieve that. And I love that moment as a coach mm -hmm. to watch them succeed. It's just, it's the best ever. Yeah. And I'm sure that creates a ripple because when you see someone else achieving the best that they can be, it inspires you to do the same. It does. It really does. It's a great moment. Mm -hmm. Wow. If you could give anyone a takeaway, like a takeaway of, of, of your story, what would that be? Can I have three? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Um, the three most important things are um, first is it is so important to understand that you are not what happens to you in life. It is an event. It is not a description. It is not a label. It's just event. You need to separate it out. And it's not even the event that is important. And I've heard, I've heard some truly horrific things. Um, and I'm not discounting that, but it's the things that you tell yourself about that event. Mm. That isn't important, but it's just an event. It's not a description. The, th the second thing is we can't always choose what happens to us in life. I mean, look at where we are right now as a, as a country, as a world. Yeah. You can't choose what happens to you. You can always choose your attitude about it. Yeah. And you get to choose, are you going to choose this event to make yourself better or are you going to be bitter about it? And that is entire, that, that decision rests solely on your shoulders. And then the last thing is never give up. Ever. Life may knock you down. It may even knock you out. But get out of your corner, come out fighting. Don't ever give up because you don't actually know what you're capable of. And if you give up, it's a guarantee that you won't ever reach that best version of yourself. And so I, I, those are my three best tips and tricks. And I want to be clear. Sometimes, you know, I don't do those things well too. I'm human, just like all of you. But I try to remind myself that those are, are, are three things that if you practice consistently, um, hopefully you will just have this big, huge, amazing life. Ah, beautiful. And I love all three of those tips that, I mean, what can you say? That, that's just be the best you can be. That's just, that's awesome. I, I, yeah. really, I really appreciate this. I really appreciate you sharing with us today. This has been really great. Um, how can people learn more about you? You can reach me at www.valjonesspeaks, 
www.thelifeconsciousmentor.com. And for your audience, right on my main page, I have a monthly newsletter, um, tips and tricks on how to um, improve your performance, hit your peak performance. Sometimes it's about attitude. Sometimes it's about mindset. Sometimes it's a recipe, <laughs> um, but they can click on that for their free monthly newsletter. That is awesome. People check it out. Definitely go there. I'll have it in the show notes for easy clicking. Um, Val, thank you so much, so much for being on today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Thea. Be well and have a great day. What did you take away from Val's story? What limiting belief are you going to leave behind? I'm Thea Charles, and I hope you gain insight from this story and that you'll share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast platform. To stay up to date on the Pusher Pivot and to join our mailing list, visit us on the web at pusherpivot.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Pusher Pivot. Thank you for listening and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.